I'm kind of having one of those days where you're like, hmm, I don't really want to do anything. I just want to watch BTS videos. This is my intro song. Hi, friends, and welcome to a Welcome Marity podcast. I'm Cindy Lynn, and today we're going to talk about dating yourself. But before we do that, I wanted to do the collective breath again because um, even just me listening back to it in my own time was good for me, I think, to just take a breath, take a pause, breathe. <laughs> Breathing's important, don't you think? Okay, so I'll take two deep breaths. Ready? Ready, inhale. Hold it. One, two, exhale. Inhale. Hold it. One, two, exhale. All right, so I wanted to talk about dating yourself. I think I touched upon this in a previous episode. What else is new? Um, I touched about I touched upon this in a previous episode the concept of dating yourself dating myself and I wanted to talk about this because it, again it was kind of part of me learning to love myself learning to be with myself learning to accept myself the way we try to accept someone we're dating and if you've never dated anyone or are not currently dating one, anyone, this is just practice in how you will learn to love yourself. And it makes loving someone else a lot easier, I will say. It makes loving someone else easier and healthier, I will say. But I wanted to start off this because when... I think in a previous podcast episode, I mentioned that someone I was with had left my life. I left his life. We left each other's lives, blah, blah, blah. Got into a flirtationship, blah, blah, blah. And I think during this time between breakup with great partner, but it wasn't going to work out, to flirtationship, I really had to learn to be comfortable with my own company. I think I started to finally make big moves and healing from that breakup when I started to go on dates with myself. Sounds a little funny, I guess, because we think of dates as with a friend date or a partner date or a first date a blind date it's always with someone else right i guess we can kind of go back to the idea of like loving yourself is almost like thinking of yourself as separate loving a separate entity but yeah i was in a point where i felt like i needed to learn how to be okay being by myself eating by myself walking by myself thinking independently these were things I needed to remember how to do after a while of being very dependent on a partner I had to be my own partner now I had to be the one to tell me what happened throughout the day 
I was telling myself how I felt. I was taking myself out on dates now, eating with myself and exploring by myself. So that's what I did. It was about spring break, I think, of my senior year. I decided to go into the city and just explore by myself. And I found it to be very peaceful. I found it to be very fun. I'm someone who very much likes to explore and wander and be very curious and stop by windows and go into stores and just look at things and touch things. Um, obviously, you can't really touch and look at things now, given the state of the world. Um, but that's what I really like to do. I like to wander around and just walk around and just look above me and look around me and just wander. And that's what I did by myself. I wasn't limited to like, oh, does the person I'm with want to go into that store? Do I have to like cut my time here shorter because they're going to get tired or bored looking in this clothing store or this knickknack store or whatever? Will they want to buy this expensive dessert that I was attracted to in the window of the store because it looked really cool? These, th these things like this. Will I be judged for wanting to enter a store? These things that I you don't really think about, but I think when I'm with other people, you definitely take that into consideration, right? You take into consideration the thoughts and feelings of someone else. And I guess that is in a way a benefit of being with yourself is that you really just get to indulge in your own desires and interests and thoughts and feelings. And that's what I did when I was in the city. I had a lot of fun. I ate whatever I wanted. I walked for however long I wanted. I went into multiple stores and coffee shops and just was by myself and it was fun. I think after a while I did get kind of fatigued because I wasn't used to having so much me time, so much Cindy time, so much one-on-one -on -one time with myself. But it was a good practice in realizing that, yeah, I like being by myself. I can be with my thoughts and my feelings. I can be with my own person. I could date this person who is me. And I think this is how I interpret that phrase we hear a lot when people go through breakups or after a long-term relationship or even a short-term relationship that, oh, you should take time to be with yourself. Like, why don't you take time to le learn about yourself and grow and heal? This was really <laughs> one of those moments for me where I just grew. I just... I think I grew into myself, as cheesy as that might sound. And I'll go further with this metaphor to say when you are dating someone, when you're getting to know someone, right? You're getting to know someone. You're learning constantly what this person is like, what they like, what they dislike, little isms that they have that might annoy you, but aren't deal breakers. They're just there. You can live with them. You could say all these things about yourself. There might be there. Okay. I'm not going to say there might be. There are going to be things that annoy you about yourself. 
same way that there is going to be something about someone else that will annoy you, right? But we don't stop dating someone because of a little annoying thing. Or we don't stop being friends with someone over that thing. There's a commitment there, right? You're committed to a relationship with a partner, with friends, with family. There's a commitment there to try and work things out. Or maybe I should say that there should be a commitment there. If something is healthy and beneficial and helps you grow and become a better person, and it's mutual, you are helping that other person in the relationship grow and develop, and it's good on both sides, there needs to be commitment there to make sure that relation stays and continues to nourish you. No relationship is perfect. There will be bumps, there will be arguments, there will be stressors and complications because humans are inherently complicated. But if something is good and something is healthy, it serves you. It's still serving you. There's maintenance involved with every relationship. Conversations to be had, little arguments to be had, middle grounds to be found. All of this is a natural part of relationships, right? Healthy relationships, I guess I should say. I'm using a healthy relationship model right now. But the same should go for the relationship with yourself. You're not always going to be loving yourself. I think I spoke of this before. I'm not always in love with myself. I'm not always gassing myself up. I'm not always confident and happy and sure of myself. But that's part of the process. That's part of being in a relationship with yourself and anyone, really. You'll have doubts about people sometimes. But it's work, it's maintenance that needs to be happening every once in a while. And it's also the courage to take that on and not see it as a problem, to not see it as detrimental, to not see it as a deal breaker, to not see it as an end. Maintenance is just maintenance. Just fix a loose screw here bandage up that little thing here maybe you need a fresh coat of paint I'm talking about a friendship as if it's a car but it's just maintenance sometimes that's how I see it at least this idea of like sometimes you just gotta touch base with your friend or your partner or your family member and be like hey we gotta work this thing out we gotta patch this up that's natural right so why wouldn't you have that with the relationship with yourself Sometimes you're mean to yourself, we spoke about this last episode, sometimes you're mean to yourself, you're cruel, you're unfair, you have to mend that with yourself, you need to work that out. So I guess this idea of dating yourself is just, I guess it's just taking the analogy further, the analogy of being your own best friend. Hmm, I didn't think of that when I wrote this all out. 
I don't think it's a leveling up. I think it's just a concept of... I don't want to say... The reason I say leveling up is because some people think, oh, best friend is level one. And then dating is the next level, right? I don't think it's levels. It's just responsibilities and the way we view it. Well, maybe it is. Because I think I was... I needed to be friends with myself before I could start dating myself. I needed to grow to learn to like myself and hang out with myself before I could go on dates with myself and then be committed to myself. So maybe the analogy works. I don't know. I'm kind of figuring it out as I go along as well. You're just here listening. (laughs) If you are here listening and I'm not speaking to no one. This podcast is kind of everywhere this week. I'm not in the most cleared headspace. I'm kind of having one of those days where you're like, hmm, I don't really want to do anything. I just want to watch BTS videos and play the Tsum Tsum game on my phone. I don't want to do anything. I just want to know what Dynamite's going to sound like when it comes out on August 21st. Transition. I'm gonna go a step further, because why not? I think that what I'm about to share, this idea that I got from a wonderful friend, will sound weird, but I think it's important because it was a really big turning point for me. My friend, my beautiful, beautiful, spiritual friend, Ariane, told me to listen to love songs and think of it as if the song was about me. So instead of thinking of someone else, like a crush or a partner or whoever, when I'm listening to a love song, I think about myself. And this does work for a lot of songs, I will say. You just have to change your perspective and think of the words as directed to yourself. Right? Because I I think it came from me telling her, it's like, oh, there's not really a lot of musicians that I find in the mainstream, at least. I will say I'm not super in the know about music. But I was telling my friend Ariane that... I don't really see a lot of musicians writing songs about our relationship with self. I don't see a lot of, I don't hear a lot of songs about self-love, about getting to know ourselves and treating ourselves good, treating ourselves well. I really only just hear love songs, songs about being in love with someone else. And sometimes those aren't even that healthy because they're about like giving your all to someone no matter what no boundaries no limits Uh, I don't like those types of songs anymore sorry I mean I still enjoy them if they're like a sick beat or whatever a sick beat who am I I still enjoy them if they're catchy and stuff but the words I can't get behind as much anymore if they're not healthy if they're not promoting a healthy mutual beneficial relationship so I said there's a lot of love songs out there but not ones about being love with yourself and she told me 
To listen to a song as if you are singing it to yourself and not someone else. And I think that's when things really changed for me. And then Ariana Grande dropped Thank You Next, and that was like, thank you, Ari. I remember listening to Thank You Next and just crying the first time I listened to it. Just like the first um, chunk of it, just that first part, I was like, this part where she's like, one taught me love, one taught me patience, and one taught me pain. Now I'm so amazing. It made me realize that the people I've loved in the past, whether they were good or not, taught me something. They gave me something. Whether I was happy with how things ended or started, they gave me something. And I was going to do that with myself. And that's what Ariana said in the song. Her name is Ari, and I'm so good with that. I sang it to myself, and I was like, her name is Cindy, and I'm so good with that. <laughs> her name is Cindy, and I'm so good with that. I thought it was super silly, but I needed to say it to myself. You know, just like, guess last episode, I made it a, a point to end with affirmations. I am worthy. I am this. I am that. It's good to sing it to yourself and be like, I'm going to love me. I'm dating me now and I'm good with it. Who's going to stop me? A boy? Clearly not. Uh, let's get back on topic. <laughs> so this concept of loving yourself. I think I was just playing music one day. Every once in a while, practicing, perceiving this love song to be about myself. I was practicing this whenever I could. And the song, what was it? As Long As You're There came on. I think Celine Dion or Beyonce sings the song originally, but it was a cover. But I remember listening to it and I ended up sobbing. I guess this is a common theme where I just sob <laughs> in my life, but I'm an emotional person. We've established this. Um, listening to the song, listening as if it was singing to me and I started sobbing. There's a part where it goes, Baby, cause I don't need anything else but your love. Nothing but you means a thing to me. I'm incomplete. When you're not there, holding me, touching me, elsewhere, all of the risk would just disappear and I wouldn't even care as long as you're there. It's just a song about how you really need that love in your life to go forward, to be whole, and to be happy. But why does that love have to be given to you by someone else? Why can't that love be for you to give and for you to receive, right? So when I started listening to the song and thinking about like, wow, I need my own love. I need the love that only I can give to myself. I need to be accepting of the love that I will give myself. It really struck a chord in me. It really touched me very deeply. And I was like, yeah, I need to do this. I need to do this for me. I need to love me for me and I need to accept the love from myself 
for myself, right? The song goes on and it says, take these words, don't let them go unheard. This is me reaching out. I hope you can hear me now. Just like a new version of Cindy is coming and she is going to love me. Don't let it go to waste. Don't let it be for nothing. Take it, accept it, it's beautiful. You deserve it. Don't let it go unheard. If you want to listen to it, it's called As Long As You're There. It was on Glee, actually. I just looked it up. It's by Cherise, but she's actually since they have since transitioned to be Jake Zyrus, I believe. So I don't kind of not sure how to use pronouns for that, but I'll use they because I'm unsure. Um, that song, regardless of their gender identity or orientation or anything, is beautiful and it really moved me to tears. I moved myself to tears thinking about the love that I was capable of giving myself. Just like you could be moved by the love someone is capable of giving you. Moved by the love that you can give someone else. It's so powerful what we can give to others. Now imagine how powerful it could be if you give it to yourselves. It's amazing. Uh, I could go into like how I found Lizzo, but that could be a whole different podcast in itself. Uh, someone I believe, a musician I believe, to really understand what this loving yourself thing is all about. But we'll, we, we'll get into that. I'm not, I don't think I'm going anywhere just yet. But yeah. Think about songs as if you're singing them to yourself. I think love songs became way more beautiful when I sang them to myself, when they were about me and not about someone else. Because I'm always here. And when you do have those feelings for yourself, it is beautiful. Isn't that why it's beautiful when you think of it for someone else? And I even have a partner now, and I still think of love songs as if I'm singing them to myself because that love does not go away when you start seeing someone else, when you have another significant other in your life, right? Um, I guess before I end, I wanted to talk about how loving yourself doesn't stop when you start loving other people or because you already love other people you have the capacity to love many things you have the capacity to love many people and i think that's i think that's a beautiful thing to be capable of so much love I used to think this was a silly thing about myself, but now I know it to be a wonderful thing. That I have a capacity to love many people. I just finally made room to love myself as well. It's funny because when I started seeing, dating, whatever the word is, my current partner he wanted to start a relationship, start dating or whatever it's called, <laughs> whatever it's called, whatever the term is. 
I told him that I was busy dating myself. And I asked him before I started this podcast how he took that. I think it confused him. I think he was a little sad because it was going to put a delay on (laughs) us dating, I suppose. But I told him, like, I really am committed to learning about myself. I'm committed to getting to know myself. I'm committed to sticking with me. And he joked and said, well, when you're done dating yourself, like, I'm here. And (laughs) I didn't take it as a joke. And I very seriously said, I'm never not going to be dating myself. I am in this relationship for life and I'll just let you be a part of it if that's what I decide um which sounds kind of harsh but it's the boundary I needed to put on it's the boundary I needed to put in place because I was still committed to myself and I know it's been argued to me by many people who love me and don't quite understand can't you grow and learn about yourself while you're with someone else and now being in this relationship with my current partner for as long as it has been I can say yes of course I can grow I've grown so much in only ways that I could have grown being in this relationship and having this person in my life as my partner and I'm sure he can say the same thing about me with respects to our relationship. But I think the key here is that before I entered the relationship with my partner, I was not in a place where I could be in a relationship with myself and him at the same time. I would put all of my energy into the relationship with him, learning about him, accepting him, figuring out deal breakers and non-deal breakers with him, Versus I didn't even know myself yet. I didn't know the things about myself. I didn't accept the things about myself. These were all things I needed to come to terms with first. Learn to love first so I could teach him to love those things, right? We talked about teaching people how to love us in the last episode. And I hold that to be very true. I think the reason why my relationship with him is so strong now is because I did take that time to do me I did me and he was patient he would never left just like I never leave myself Um, and when the time came for us to explore that relationship again with each other in addition to my relationship with myself it fell into place very well and I think my self-awareness, my self-respect, my self-love plays a very big role in why our relationship works. The way he loves himself, the way he listens to himself, the way he's open to learning ways to care for himself, those are reasons why a relationship works. Is because you've kind of already done some baseline figuring out of yourself first at least that's my situation i know there is no one way to relationship 
And I, d- I also want to say to that, there's no one way to be in a relationship with yourself. There's no one way to love yourself. There's no one way to realizing things in life. There's no one way. This is my way. And I've learned that it helps to talk about it and to be open about it and to be vulnerable about it because we live in a world where vulnerability is not celebrated as much as I believe it should. It's kind of why I started this all to begin with. But, um, yeah, listen to some love songs. Sing them to yourselves. Pretend it's about you and not some random crush or boy or celebrity or girl. I don't know the... I don't know the demographics of my podcast. Take the time to listen to some songs. Take the time to think of them as if they're for you and not for someone else. Your feelings of love are allowed to stay within you and be aimed towards yourself. Go on a date with yourself. Take some time for yourself. Get dressed up for you. Tell yourself you look cute. Pay for your own dinner. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying anymore, but I hope the takeaway is just learning a way to love yourself. And I guess this dating yourself, quote unquote, concept is just another way of me trying to explain that we love others a lot easier than we love ourselves sometimes. And if you can learn to love someone else, you can find someone who is worthy of your love know that you are one of those people know that you are one of those people who is worthy of your love know that your love is powerful know that your love is precious know that your love you're deserving of it give it to yourself you're worthy of it let's end with an affirmation okay i can't scream let's end with an affirmation i'm really excited um all right i i am i am worthy of love i am worthy of the love that only i can give to myself i am worthy of learning about myself, of experiencing myself. I am worthy of understanding myself. I'm worthy of exploring myself. I am lovable. I am dateable. My love is powerful. My love is precious. My love is special. My love is unique. My love is mine. My love is for me to give and accept. Whoa, (laughs) I started crying, I don't know why. I guess it just goes to show that your love is powerful. It's moving. My own love is moving me right now. Oh, again with the sniffles. Uh, Yeah, thank you for listening. Know that you're worthy. Tell yourself that you're worthy. 
And even if you already knew, remind yourself, because we all need a reminder every once in a while. This is my outro song. Oh, I was made for this. <laughs>